Hello and welcome to the Unlocked Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Locke, professional speaker, magician and confidence coach. And quite simply, Unlocked is a journal of self-improvement. I'm talking to the experts, authors and successful people from around the world, as well as sharing my mishaps and magical adventures in my own life too, to unlock the best version of ourselves. My aim is to give you some insight and inspiration so you can unlock the best version of yourself too. Now, if this sounds like your cup of tea, then hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Wednesday. Now, relax and enjoy the show. Have you heard of the law of attraction? Maybe you have and maybe you use it. Well, did you know that you can use the law of attraction to create your ideal life and a successful business? Well, this week, I had the huge pleasure of interviewing Sarah Schenkovich to talk about how we can use the law of attraction in our business and our lives to create the ideal dream life that we want. This episode is for you if you are curious about the law of attraction or if you're already established with the law of attraction. It's a fantastic episode and Sarah shares her story and how she's now helping business owners to create their ideal life. Without further ado, this is the episode with Sarah Schenkovich. Today's guest is Sarah Schenkovich. She is a strategy and alignment coach and she runs Healing Business and is passionate about giving business owners the support and business skills needed to attract an abundance of clients and break through to the next level. Blending practical resources with mindset and energy alignment, Sarah's creative and enthusiastic approach is an inspiration to those in her community. Welcome to Unlock Sarah. How are you? Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to have you here. How's things been? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Good, good. Well, Sarah, I'm really intrigued to have you on the show because like we mentioned in our pre-chat, um, I've dived into the uh, the law of attraction for some time now. And I, I don't often talk about it too much on the show, but I've used kind of um, lots of ideas and lots of different things. And I've got a few stories that's happened to me. Uh, and I'm really intrigued to expand this further because as we said before, depending on who you talk to, some people like really get it. Some people really don't. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how this and obviously what you do can really help us create that life and the business that we really want to. But before we do that, let us know a little bit about your story and how you've got to this position today. Okay. So um, as you were talking, it made me think about this story that I wrote when I was a little, a little girl. And um, it was about this fisherman that was on the bank of a river and this fairy came to meet it. And um, the fairy said, you can have one wish and you can't wish for more wishes, um, but you can have any wish you want. And the fisherman said, I really want to just know the answer to everything. And bearing in mind, you know, I was brought up before Google. Um, you can find out the answer to everything just by pushing a button on your phone. But I always had that really deep desire to know everything. And anyway, the, in the story, the fairy granted the wish and his head exploded. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and I found this a story years later and I thought it was really funny. Um, and I think like you just have to learn things slowly and gradually um, because otherwise your head will explode. Yeah. Um, so I suppose my journey has been like everyone's, you know, you learn bits and, you know, as you go along. Um, I started learning about the law of attraction probably when I was about 20 and I had a corporate career in London and, you know, just kind of did the normal London thing. 
um, had a career. And then I found out about coaching. Um, I read a book called Be Your Own Life Coach by Fiona Harold. And I thought, wow, this is really interesting. You know, you can, you don't just have to kind of let life guide you and be guided by what your boss thinks of your career path and your friendship groups and, and what people tell you you should be. Um, and I thought, well, I'll do that when I'm older because then I'll have life experience and who wants to be told what to do by a 19 year old. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when I was about 24, the London bombings happened and I was working in Oxford Circus and I was about a mile away from one of the explosions. And it's, you know, it felt very serious. It felt very present. Um, and it was, yeah, it was really impactful. It was that kind of turning point in my life where I thought if I had have been caught up in it and I had a, you know, had a life changing injury or if I'd have died, would I be thinking, yeah, I really was happy with what I was doing and I was really living an authentic life. I'm really happy with my friendship circle and, and my partner and you know I'm I'm living an authentic life and the answer was no <laughs> I'm really not um and as much as I'd known it for a while that was the day that made me think it's time to change life is short um and then I embarked on this incredible journey to where I am now but that was kind of like the lead up to it that's that's incredible um uh, uh, firstly yeah thank you for sharing the story uh, and secondly the the life coach thing is really fascinating as well because i remember seeing like tony robbins years ago and exploring what he was doing and i remember um probably like in my early 20s as well certainly having the idea thinking oh, what, who's going to listen to ricky at 23 24 you know, <laughs> being a life coach and that and it's interesting isn't it that i think there's a lot of people out there that will put off these things but these things are things that we can all actually do. You know, you don't need to be a certain age to have life coach experience really. But anyway, um, back to what we're saying. So yes, yeah, so obviously Catalyst then for you, a uh, huge part in history that's then obviously played into you then exploring. So what happened then? Where did you first start exploring into the law of attraction? Well, I hired a life coach <laughs> to really help me figure it out, you know, and that's when I really started getting that vision together you know when you have the opportunity to somebody ask you well what do you want then you know I was at a crossroads and and I started creating that vision of how I wanted my life to be um and as we know with the law of attraction that is a key part of it you know knowing what it is that you want to manifest so that's where it started and I you know I was journaling um you know my ideal life basically and I was, it was the complete opposite of where I was at. So I was like, I want a house, a husband, two children by the time I'm 30. And I want to be a life coach when they're at school. <laughs> and I was like 24, 25, living in a shared house, you know, single, no kids on the horizon. You know, it's complete opposite. Um, and I'm not saying it was a straight line, but I definitely manifested that and um, I, yeah, when I was 30 years old on my birthday, I was in the garden of our house and I was pregnant with our second born, you know, I was married. Um, 
and yeah, I did, I did become a life coach when I was at school. So, wow. you know, at the time people used to say to me, well, you can't say that by the time you're 30, you can say you want those things, but you can't put a date on it. And I was like, well, in your reality, that might be true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I don't need your permission or approval or even for you to believe it yeah. because I believed it. Um, and I think that's the thing, like there are so many people who have opinions about what we want or, you know, whether it's possible or not. And I've always been quite stubborn <laughs> and not really paying too much attention to that, really, and just cracking on anyway. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Like we said, that um, it's it. the law of attraction gets a, I, I think, um, it, it's so popular, it's huge. But it has a strange reputation where some people will just completely be naysayers, completely go against it, that it's all, you know, fluff. It, 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 you know, you can't manifest your your life just through thinking. It. And then you get obviously by actually experiencing yourself, like your proof here to say that actually, you know, from 24 to 30 that you manifested the life that you wanted. I know um, lots of people. Uh, so I know a lovely lady called Faye Cornhill. Uh, she runs a, a wedding industry, uh, sorry, a, a company in the wedding business which is for wedding suppliers and to help them you know up their fees and to help them a bit like what what you do really with healing business but to help them live the life that they want and she's very much into it uh, obviously francesca amber from the, the law of attraction change my life podcast um there's some really amazing things that happens through the law of attraction now i appreciate that some people might be listening to this and they've probably never heard of it they don't even know so sarah could you explain in a, in a brief format i guess because we could probably chat for hours about it but what is the law of attraction okay so it's there's there's two schools of thought one's very scientific and one's quite mystical but basically it's ask for what it is you want believe that it will happen i always add let go let go of the outcome so don't hang on to it and try and make it prove itself. Um, and then open up to receive. And it's as simple as that. It's those four steps. So ask, believe, let go, receive. And whether you want to think of it as you're asking the universe or God or some mystical cosmic ordering kind of style, or whether you think of it in terms of goal setting, focus, you know, what you focus on grows using your reticular activating system in your brain to become a beacon to filter out all the information of the millions of things that we, you know, see and hear every day and hone in on the bits that are relevant. Either way, it works. And, you know, it's so exciting for me that, you know, people have gone before us, like the amazing people that you've just said about, loads of people have figured it out. And I'm the sort of person that I think, well, show me then, you know, I want to know, I really want to know that mechanism because that's pretty cool. If you could, if you could think you could have whatever you want and all you have to do is ask, wouldn't you want to know how to do that? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I'm a massive fan of uh, Jack Canfield and in the, uh, his book, the success principle. So I review a different chapter every month and uh, he uses a lot of the law of attraction. He's obviously a big fan of it as well. And he wrote a couple of books. Um, I think the, the keys I think it's one of my favorite books, The Keys. I think it's called The Keys to the Law of Attraction, I think, which is really brilliant. But um, there's lots of comparisons here as well, which I love about, obviously, you get what you focus on. So the whole thing, I love the whole thing about the reticular activating system as well, because like you said, which is funny to the start, the story, that your brain would explode. If our brain, actually, the, the, the filters in our brain that filters out information, there's so many things that's happening around us 
that we just can't take it all in because otherwise our brains would explode. But actually, when we start to focus on the things um, that we want, then our brain is a good friend. It wants to actually help us, you know, find those things. So uh, I absolutely love this. So I'm, I'm love to chat about this whole idea about let's start this off about using the law of attraction to create, a, you know, a fulfilled business and a fulfilled life. The, the first thing I wanted to chat about was about this vision because um, that's obviously something very powerful that you had. And obviously we talked about before, it's about unlocking the best version of ourselves starts with having a vision. So tell us a little bit about why having a vision is really important. Yeah, because it because it focuses the mind and it gets you creative. It gets you starting to think about what what you want. And it doesn't it doesn't even have to be visual. Like it doesn't even have to be that you have a picture in your mind or you even, you know, have to have a vision board where you go and take lots of pictures and put them in one place or, you know, on a document or stick them in out of magazines. It can just be a list of things that you want, you know, in all the different areas of your life. So I think especially when I started coaching business owners, obviously the focus tends to be around business and how business can be a vehicle to to getting what you want. But also, you know, it's about your relationships, your hobby, you know, your finances, your your family life, your relationships. You know, I want it all, basically. <laughs> I want amazing things in all areas. So the starting point really is just asking yourself, what is it that you want? How would you like it to be? I love that question. Yeah. Because, you know, looking back to where I started, I was not in a good place, you know. And and I guess that's hope, isn't it? That there is there is a, another there is another place that you can get to that has got more of the things that you want. But, you know, sometimes we're starting from the back foot. And sometimes we're starting from not having the resources or not having the knowledge of what it is you want, but just start where you are. Start with that, that dream. Just allow your imagination to let go and just see where it takes you. Hey, it's Ricky here. And I'm just pausing the episode really quickly to remind you that you can watch video episodes with all guests, receive bonus behind the scenes content and extra episodes all for as little as just the price of a cup of coffee. You can do this in the Unlocks Patreon community, but rather than me tell you why you should join, here's one of our Patreon members and what they have to say. Why do I think being a patron of the Unlock podcast is awesome? Ricky. That's it. I've known Ricky for a very long time. We worked together back in the day at Argos. He's always been supportive, engaging, and one hell of a magician. Still don't know how he does half that stuff. This podcast is everything that Ricky is all about and being a patron, I get to support him in this journey and I get to learn some really useful stuff along the way. We get some exclusive content as patrons and it's so worth missing out on a coffee each month. So come and join us. You won't regret it. So just like Ant, to get involved, head to patreon.com forward slash the unlock podcast or click the link in the show notes and come and join the fun. Now back to the episode. Yeah, there's, I think it was Tony Robbins once said about that, you know, you, you, how can you celebrate success if you don't know where you're going? And I find that there's too many people out there that um, are coasting in life, you know, like past experience in a job, corporate world, you know, not really fulfilled, living the life they, they think they should be living when actually there is so much opportunity out there. One of the things that often is is a sign with this is people that, that don't believe, you know, and 
Um, often one of the things I've shared on this podcast is about beliefs. And there's a word inside the word belief, which is lie. And, you know, um, beliefs are just lies that we tell ourselves that we choose to believe is true or not based on upbringing, uh, you know, past references or past examples. I find that some people find this really hard to understand. What would you say to those people that, you know, they, they don't believe in abundance, they, they just find this really hard to understand? And, and, and I know I've met these people, you know, before that they kind of just have this wall you know over their over their eyes that they just cannot see anything else other than this and you must meet people obviously in in your career in your business what what do you say to these people who they don't know what they want you know they, they just they don't understand that they can get what they want just by thinking about and uh, asking for what they want yeah well if they're happy with that then that's okay isn't it they're, everyone's allowed to have their own vision of, or their own worldview or their own perspective of reality. So I'm never out to convince anyone. And, you know, I'm often curious about what it's like to live like that because it's so opposite to, to how I see the world. And, and I'm often um, just very curious and, and want to understand. So, you know, meet them where they are. Um, and, yeah, I feel like, not everybody has to adopt this this idea. But if they're not happy and they are curious, then I would say follow your curiosity. Experiment with it. Even though I don't believe in the law of attraction, I'm just going to see what happens if I give it a go. I'm just going to put it out there and be curious about what, you know, what could be. Um, and just follow follow that thread. Um, and it might not be, you know, a great awakening or this big flash in the sky of, you know, suddenly the clouds part and, you know, life is a miracle again. But it might just open up a little door of hope or faith or a new possibility about what their life could be. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, isn't it? I think that too many people are too fixed in their ways, either because of past experiences, conditioning, that I know, like, for example, I talked to my brother, he, he would just would not get this at all. You know, it's very much a case of I've got to work hard, I've got to be in a, you know, a, whatever, a nine to five job for the rest of my life. Uh, and it's very hard to, to, to get him to understand that actually there is different ways. So a lot of this open mind, you, know, you might even see up here uh, on my screen, the listeners won't be able to see this, but this is the, like the magic check. This was something that um, I, I did about a year ago, which was, which was brilliant, fascinating little uh, exercise there as well. Um, one of the things that I'd love to discover, and we'll come back to this point about obviously helping people to create their ideal life and their business. We've already talked about the business, uh, oh, sorry, the vision piece. Um, I, I guess there's this abundance thing as well we'd love to discover. You know, um, I've had an experience of it where I kind of believe in it, Sarah, and then I I've sometimes will switch off because I'm not seeing it. And I, and I believe that's probably because I'm not believing in myself or believing that it will happen. So like you said there, you know, ask for what you want, believe it will happen. I think I've doubted myself in some line of context during that point where it, it doesn't happen because the whole abundance about, for example, in my line of work, you know, when you get quiet periods in the business, but there is, when you think about how many people there are in the world, how many, uh, how much people there are in the market and how much business is actually available, abundance is everywhere, you know, abundant opportunities everywhere. But I find that sometimes quite hard to, to to find when you get those low moments, you know, when it's real quiet and you're thinking, 
I need to get some money in. I need to pay my mortgage next month. Why isn't that happening? Is that just a case of the, um, a lack of self-doubt or belief that's not going into it? Okay, so so if the question is, um, why is it not happening? You know, I would flip that to be, how can it happen? You know, right, it's, yeah. the, it's the quality of our questions and where we take our thought trains and where they lead. So there are, you know, sometimes there are slow parts of the business and things don't manifest quick enough and or we have a deadline and, you know, mortgage month or, <laughs> you know, that time of the month or, you know, things, things happen and we can get really fixated on the outcome. Yeah. So in those moments, my my go-to tool is surrender. So this is where the faith part comes in and it's something that hasn't always been there for me, but it's something that I've just, you know, cultivated over the years. So for me, when I can truly let go and trust that everything is working out in divine timing, as it is meant to be, then I don't have to worry. And the less I worry, the more open I am to receive. And then I ask myself questions like, what opportunities are in this space for me? Because often we think of space or emptiness as, you know, voids. But actually, I see them as like creative melting pots where there's like infinite magic to be created. So what is in this space that if I was busy, I wouldn't be seeing? What are the opportunities here? So it's a way to still remain open because it can be very easy to go on that self that that self-doubt train that says, well, I must be rubbish then, or everyone else is great except me, or I probably should do something else. And what would that be? And then, you know, it takes you somewhere else. So it's about, you know, really stepping into that openness of what is possible here. If it's not this, what could it be? Yeah, so sort of like a reframing context of it. Um, and, and like you said, they're not getting fixated on the outcome, which quite often drives that behavior of then, you know, feeling rubbish, bit pants, but, yeah. you know, yeah, and, and focusing on the wrong things. Interesting. Well, thank you for that. Well, Sarah, just to go back a second then as well, like we mentioned about the helping people with their ideal life and their ideal business. Um, one of the, the things we've already discussed about is having a vision which is great. You know, I actually have a vision board actually in front of me. I've got some cool things that I've already done as well, which is great. Um, I've got one which uh, most listeners will know is about TED Talk. So that's on there as well, a TEDx talk. Um, what happens next? We, we, we understand, right, great, cool. We can we can ask for what we want. We're, we're going to start with uh, having a, a great vision to, you know, uh, identify what it is and, you know, design our dream life, whatever it is. What's the next couple of steps after that that will then help us on our path to achieving what we want? Yeah. So I, this is where I love blending that, that dream into the practical grounded action, because I think there is this sort of, if you spend too much time imagining and dreaming and, you know, sticking pictures on a vision board, um, you know, you can get lost in that. And so being able to get practical, you know, bring that into a grounded plan of action is so helpful. So turn that dream into a goal. So TED Talk, okay, by when, (laughs) you know, and put some dates on it, put some structure around it, you know, 
having a smart goal, those kinds of things to really ground it. Um, and then taking those steps. And I find that a lot of times it's just, you know, it could be as simple as letting all those people in your circle know that's your dream because then their reticular activating system or guardian angels, whichever side of the fence you're on, um, can start working for you as well. So, you know, really um, cultivating that network around you, that community of people is so powerful as well. Um, but having, you know, having your goal, knowing what those first few steps are, knowing who can help you, knowing what might get in your way, and then taking those steps. And sometimes we don't know. Sometimes we don't have all the answers, but it's just about taking that next one step. What's that one thing that you can do towards that? And if it's a really big goal, you know, breaking it down. I love chunking things down. Um, I don't know if you've read The Slight Edge, but that book absolutely blew my mind because I kept thinking I had to do these great, big, grand, dramatic things in order to transform my life. And it turns out you just do lots of very little things regularly. And that's just as powerful. And I thought, wow, really takes the pressure off. Yeah. And I've not read it. It sounds like a great book, but I have read, um, can't, any listeners can't see it, but just here with my pencil is, uh, the one thing, uh, by Gary Keller, uh, in a similar context of, you know, if you're spreading your energy across lots of multiple different things, nothing really happens, but actually focus on one thing, a small thing, just, you know, a bit like compound interest, you know, daily will add up to huge things. And, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely it. I think, I think, I think this is the thing. What I like about this is that um, these are quite practical things that are happening. And I know you mentioned this when we, we first agreed to, to sign up to do this was that, you know, you, you put clearly that you don't have to be spiritual for the law of attraction to work for you. These things are what, what is happening here is psychologically is we're powering our brains to look for those answers. And one of the greatest things I, I've read before with my NLP studies is that I often find like the brain, our subconscious is like a huge attic full of stuff, full of information, because we can't obviously process everything that comes through. There's a huge attic up there. And it's when you have your torch and you're shining a light and where you shine your light on, you focus. There's so many things out there. And it's just about probably expanding that light, getting that torch to move in the right things. But by talking about things, by saying things, things open up. I did this earlier on this year when I said, oh, I'm really interested about doing a TEDx, put it out there on the podcast, put it out on YouTube. Someone commented on the YouTube and said, oh, I know someone. Who's in, who, uh, who you should speak to. Great, cool. And then things start to happen, which is really good. Now, on the flip side of this, Sarah, I know that uh, from obviously my studies in the law of attraction, that there is the, uh, the things happening for a reason. And, and some things don't happen. I'm trying to say this in the correct way, uh, that some things will, everything happens for a reason. So like what in the law of attraction, the universe is telling you something that this is either the right path or it's not the right path. Um, I find it hard to, to explain it with my language. Could you explain that? Because I know that a lot of people will probably take away from this. They'll, they'll think, great, cool. I'm going to start writing a vision. I'm going to start thinking about what is some of the outcomes that I really want to get. I'll, great, I'll set some great goals, some smart goals, uh, and then start you know, thinking about what are those daily things I could do to take the action to get that. There will be setbacks, obviously, but that could be, I'm guessing, the universe telling them something. Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> What's really fun is 
when you write your goals down or have you ever had it where you like you make a vision board but then you put it away and then you don't see it for a few years and then you bring it out and you're like oh my god that actually happened yeah yeah so i think sometimes we think that it's all us we we have to be the ones to do everything and so i really like to let go and allow you know i think for me that it takes the pressure off i can just relax um, and allow life to guide me. And so if things don't happen on my time scale, I know that there's a bigger picture that I can't necessarily see. Maybe I'm not ready for, maybe I've got stuff in the way, um, some maybe some beliefs or um, some ideas that aren't helping me. Maybe I keep riding the wrong thought trains and I, and I get in my own way about stuff. Um, so yeah, it's there's there's a couple of ways that you can look at it. For me, surrender is always the key. Um and trusting that there is there is some reason that maybe isn't apparent right now. I mean, I <laughs> I didn't get a promotion around the time that um that I was talking about before. And I was gutted. This manager promised me a promotion, left, the new manager came in and was not a very nice guy. And my career, I felt like that door just slammed shut in my face. And I was like, oh, well, I've got to rethink everything now. Now, <laughs> looking back, I am so thankful that door shut in my face because, you know, I mean, yeah, I love health and safety auditing. But <laughs> do you know what? It's like it's not as good as what I'm doing right now. Yeah. yeah. You know, there was a guy that, you know, it was crazy about. He didn't feel the same way. I was absolutely heartbroken. I am so thankful right now because my husband is fantastic. Yeah. So like at the time it can feel devastating when doors close and we don't understand it. But the benefit of hindsight, we look back and go, that was exactly what I needed. So now I kind of, I just think I haven't got hindsight yet, but I've got the foresight to know that my hindsight one day will be thankful. So I might as well be thankful today. Because there's a reason. I love this. Um, there's a visual that I love that um, if you think of a tapestry and on the back of a tapestry, it's all knotted and it doesn't make sense. And there's like it's like a crazy mess of threads. And you turn it around and you see the actual picture. And I feel like one day we get to see the picture. But as we're living it forwards, it just feels a bit messy. Yeah. But one day it will be revealed. It's just having a belief that, yeah, follow the process, follow it, it'll happen. Yeah. That's a really, yeah, interesting concept. And, and really, I'm a high visual person anyway, so that's great for me. I'm definitely seeing that. I, th I think this is the thing, isn't it? It's, it's then having that unstoppable belief that everything is happening as part of the plan. Just let it unfold yeah. and not have that self-doubt that, oh, dear, I'm a failure. This didn't happen. You know, because even me, when, uh, you know, I've had moments i mean sometimes i think you get so you can get so focused on like um the future and what could be or what couldn't be but then actually like you said there hindsight looking back at where you are now and the difference of where we've, we've got to i know for a fact that a lot of the things that i've done you know because i took action i've got to that point now but if i didn't do that i would still be in the same corporate crappy job you know in retail um there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. It just wasn't for me, but I wouldn't have done it without all the action that I've taken now. So I, I, I share with you this uh, thing about the my story. 
So I started looking into this, started really getting into Jack Canfield. I loved all of his stuff about kinesiology as well, about how we use that as well in the Confident Club, about how, you know, what you're using, the language that you use, we know that that can have a, a damaging impact on your physiology and all sorts of things as well. And one of the things that I did in 2021, I mean, this is such a, this sounds terrible when I say this and it's, and I sound so, um, I'm very grateful and very lucky, but this is a huge first world problem, right? This is not really, um, you know, t- this is terrible. But basically in 2021, I'd obviously been made redundant for a year. I got made redundant a week before the lockdown and it was online magic shows because there was no, there was no one booking weddings in 2021 still because of what was going on. And I remember it being a week full of shows. It was like the, the probably the most lucrative and, and the best week I was going to have of income. And then my, my PC crashed, my, sorry, my laptop crashed. And I just thought it was the end of the world because I thought bloody hell, you know, you know, the one time I need it, why is someone doing this? You know, and obviously in hindsight now it's fascinating and funny to look back at, but at the time it just felt like it was the end of the world. I thought, Oh my God, I, you know, again, my behavior was driven because I need money. I need to pay my bills. So I'm fully out my own, you know, self-employed, that kind of thing. And I remember talking to my friends and they said, Ricky, just, just buy a MacBook. Right? This is what I mean. This is how first world problem this is. And I said, no. And I said, I can't afford a Mac. And even though I had redundancy uh, money in the bank, I said, no, I'm not doing it because I had other story, but I had huge beliefs about money because of the way I was brought up. And then that experience I had of losing everything straight away in COVID. And they said, Ricky, the shows that you're doing, you know, that the M1 processor will handle the speed. It'll handle all of the gear that you want to use. And I said, no. And, um, I started looking into the law of attraction that time and it said about obviously, um, you know, writing down your journal, what you want, what would be some great things that you want to achieve. And then I put down the, um, uh, you know, and write it in as if it's already achieved. And I wrote down in my journal, uh, I've successfully just received like 500 pounds, which was like a third of the MacBook. I've just received 500 pounds um, towards my MacBook and I'm feeling great. And I made it into a real positive word in that. And um, about uh, uh, two hours after I wrote that in my journal, my friend Steve called me and he uh, said, Ricky, I've got this idea. Uh, we're, we're running a event in September, late 2021. This was back in March. And he says, um, would you come along and do a bit of magic, but also do your keynote on Magical Customer Experience? I was like, yeah, sure. And he said, look, um, let us know your fee. I don't know um, if you, um, and as well, he said, and just to let you know, uh, send me your fee. And as long as you're happy with this, um, we'd like to pay you soon so we can get into this year's tax records. I went, okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Sent him the fee. Anyway, that's brilliant. That's great. Um, that's exactly what we thought. Brilliant. And uh, yeah, we'll pay you. And I got paid literally... Uh, that afternoon and I went oh my god <laughs> you know so this is weird isn't it spooky woo woo as what most people would say right and um I, I remember that night going wow this is fascinating and the macbook turned up I managed to borrow my friend's laptop for a day so I could still do the shows I needed to the mac turned up did the shows it's brilliant but that night when that had happened I remember downstairs and I said to my uh then fiance who's now wife I said to her I made it quite clear like to the world I said I don't ever want to live like this again and as soon as I said that, the weirdest thing was that I scrolled for Instagram and then this picture appeared on there. It was an advertisement for a company that was advertising a painting. And it was basically the end shot of the Truman Show where it's um, uh, Jim Carrey walking up some stairs. And the whole Truman Show is that he's living in this bubble, in this world that is fake, you know, and he has a choice at the end to go live the real life of the life he really wants or he can stay in this world that has been made up of him. And I thought, that's spooky. And as it appeared on the screen, I bought it straight away. 
and it sits in front of my desk uh, in front of this camera every day to remind me that everything is a choice. And ever since that, that was how I got hooked into the law of attraction because I thought this is really, really spooky. Um, I can't quite remember now, Sarah, why I've gone obviously into that story, but I just think it's absolutely uh, about choices and how we respond to things. Having, like we said, that that unstoppable belief and uh, when things do go wrong, then actually, like you said there with the tapestry, it's all part of the bigger picture. Yeah, I love that story. I was getting full body goosebumps. (laughs) Yeah, it's so magical and like we can't explain it you know and yes it could be a coincidence and that's cool too like that is that's fun what a beautiful coincidence that is um but you know when we start aligning ourselves to what we want and yeah sometimes we have resistance and we think oh no I can't do that and I know that there's something that I could do but I don't want to do that and but you know by saying yes and just by putting it out there what have you got to lose yeah you know, all you did was wrote it in your journal, yeah. you know, that's like, yeah. And just let it go. And it's it things and then things come in and it starts getting you curious and you think, what else could I do with this? So that's why I would say just experiment, just write something down and, and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, let's um, then uh, briefly chat then about obviously the work you do. And we've obviously talked a little bit about, um, the vision setting and then taking some action. And I know you've got a, a great planner, which we'll talk about in a second, but tell us a little bit about the work that you do with your clients and, and helping them. Yeah. So we start with a vision um, and I work in a couple of different ways. So there's a course that people can do if they want a bit more DIY. Um, I've got a membership um, with the community um, so that, you know, they can have that like-minded people around them Um I'm the sort of person like I make resources. I can't help myself. So yes, we've got a law of attraction masterclass in there. Yes. I've got a free ebook on the law of attraction. Like I can't help it. I just, I'm a a prolific creator. So I've created all of these resources for people um, and then get them together with, you know, group coaching sessions and and that support co-working things. Um, But essentially it's helping wellness practitioners in their business create that vision so that all their actions from then on are aligned to that. So decision-making is so easy. You don't get pulled in lots of different directions or the latest industry hype or the latest gimmicky thing that you're like, oh my God, I've been doing it wrong all this time. I didn't know I needed this thing. And it's like, it helps you to just stay in your lane and and stick to the plan, um, which is something that, you know, I haven't always been that good at before. But it's just that keep coming back to what's important to you. Keep coming back to the vision. Um, And then, you know, helping them design a profitable business model because often, you know, we have these great ideas, but like you say, you know, money sometimes feels a bit icky and it feels like we have all these stories. Um, So helping people to really create that business model that's going to support them. It's going to be sustainable in the long term. They're not giving too much away. Um, having that marketing strategy so you can communicate your offers really clearly, be able to attract clients, create that pipeline that once things are set up, people come and find you. Um, and again, it's that real, that flow. Um, we don't have to kind of chase and panic and be stressed. And, you know, we set things up to, you know, flow towards you. Um, 
there is a lot of mindset stuff in there. Um, I'm an EFT practitioner as well. So we use tapping um, on the meridian point. So it really helps just energize you. So you don't have to kind of be someone you're not doing some other person's, um, you know, marketing strategy. It doesn't feel right. It's all about creating something that's authentic to you that feels really good that's aligned to the direction that you want to go and you feel really confident to go out there and sell your stuff. Um, so that's, the, that's the kind of five-step process if you like. Um, and then yeah, delivering it in slightly different ways, depending on how much coaching people want. And then I've got a program as well. Um, if people want that one-to-one work. Brilliant. And, um, before we obviously, uh, wrap up, tell us a little bit as well about your, your 2023 planner. Yeah. So, The My Fulfilled Life Planner is a way that you can really ground your ideas. So there's lots of coaching questions. You know, we talked about um, the quality of your life being connected to the quality of the question. So it's really basically a book of questions asking you how you want it to be, what your ideas of your ideal life and business are, um, and how you then take that dream and turn it into the goal um, the milestones and then we reflect every 90 days so on a quarterly basis we're looking to see what's working are the, are the actions that I'm taking taking me in the direction that I want to go in because it's so easy for life to get in the way to get busy to get distracted to have these great ideas so it's kind of it's going to be cheesy it's coming home to yourself it's a reflective practice to keep coming back to your dream and saying yeah, you can change your mind. Yeah, you can come up with this new idea and follow a different course, but you're making a conscious choice about it in a reflective state rather than just being pulled in social media land of all the shiny things. Um, And then I host workshops um, in the mid-year and the year-end as well. So it's a really lovely journey that will help you to focus on what you want, break it down throughout the year, stay aligned with it, and then reflect on what's going well as well, because we always think about what's yet to be done or what we still need to do. So there's every month we look at all the things that have went well, all of the things that you can celebrate, things that you've learned, track your metrics, you know, so you can look at the numbers as well. Um, but I found that by the end of the year, then you've got this beautiful record of the year that you can look back and you think, you know, often you go, oh, I haven't done as much. I didn't hit that goal. I didn't think, I didn't do all the things I wanted to do. And you look back and go, oh, I did that. And oh my God, I did that as well. And wow, I never thought three years ago I'd be able to do that, but I've done it. So, you know, it's a, it's a really lovely practice that, you know, I just love to share with people. Yeah, I, I think that's a good thing. And, and that echoes a bit about what I was saying earlier on about sometimes we do need to look back and think of how far we've come. You know, we might not necessarily have uh, achieved everything we, we want to uh, manifest at all. You know, like the TED Talk isn't here yet, but actually look at the progress we've made already, which is great. So um, so where can we find uh, this, uh, the Fulfilled Life Planner and how can we get one? So if you go to healingbusiness.co.uk slash planner, all the details are there. There's one that you can start in January that's dated. There's an undated one, so you don't have to wait till January. And there's international shipping as well. Brilliant. Well, uh, if people want to find out more as well about you and the business or they want to get in contact with you, how can they find out more about you? Um, Yeah, so if you go to healingbusiness.co.uk, all my social links are there and you'll find out all about the courses and the mastermind and the planner and everything. Brilliant. Well, Sarah, before I say my goodbye to you, um, as I said, I always end with one question to all my guests. 
the whole podcast is about unlocking the best version of ourselves. What is your top tip to unlocking the best version of you? Okay. So definitely follow your curiosity. They are there for a reason. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned along the way is to be ever so kind to myself. That's been the biggest key is to really not just do self-care, <laughs> not just have a bubble bath and call that a tick box, you know, actually genuinely being really kind and loving to yourself. I love that. Yeah, well, it's very, um, it's profound and simple as well. Love it. Well, Sarah, thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Good luck for uh, everything that you do and uh, I'll see all the dreams Uh, I hope you uh, achieve everything. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Thank you, Sarah, for coming on to the show. You've definitely prompted me to look back into some of my old books of the Law of Attraction and check out Jack Canfield's work again, because I have used it in the past. And from listening to this episode, I'm going to start thinking about setting up my vision board for 2023 and, and 2024 and beyond and start thinking about what is it that I can do to start attracting the, uh, all of the dreams and all the goals that I want in my life. Now, obviously, don't forget to head to the links in the show notes as well. You can check out all of Sarah's stuff and check out her Fulfilled Planner as well by going to the links in the show notes. And there is a blog as well that Sarah has written about using the Law of Attraction as well that you can check out by going into the show notes. Now, if you did listen to this episode and you enjoyed it, then head over to Apple Podcasts or Podchase it leaves a review because it tells more people about how wonderful this podcast is. And also, thank you to the amazing patrons for supporting this podcast. Thank you, uh, Anthony Howe, Sherry Brenton, Steve McDermott, Chris Lovett, Jasmine Barnes, Chloe Wilmart, Sarah Key, and Roy Barnes. You are all wonderful people. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Without further ado, good luck unlocking the best version of yourself, and I'll join you for another episode of Unlocked. Goodbye. <laughs>